Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of April 16th, 2023. Drum roll, please. This is a 50-second episode of the Celestial Insights Podcast, marking our one-year birthday. I want to thank everyone for listening. This truly is a labor of love. Special thanks to my producer, Jen Brown, who makes me sound great every week. So thank you, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I would so appreciate if you enjoy the podcast to write a review on your podcatcher. Reviews help more people find the show. You can also share it with your friends who are interested in astrology. And if you'd like to support the podcast, there is a link in the show notes. You can do a one-time donation where you treat me to a coffee or a cocktail, or you can offer your support monthly. The Solar Eclipse Workshop, Power to the People, is today. There is still time to sign up. It will be at noon Pacific time if you are listening to this in time. The recording will also be available for purchase. The theme of this week is Reversal of Fortune, and there are three big things I want you to know about. The first is that we are having the first solar eclipse of 2023 at 29 Aries, the last degree of the first sign of the zodiac. Aries is a fire sign. It's cardinal initiating energy. Things can happen very fast with Aries. It's like the match strike. You can think of Aries like the match strike, that cardinal quick flame bursts. Leo is the fixed fire, like a fireplace, and Sagittarius is like the flickering candle, that mutable energy. So that's three different ways to think about the three fire signs. And the last karmic degree really holds all the energy of the sign. So having an eclipse here, it's a big, big deal. We can think about some Aries topics that may be coming to the forefront. Aries rules the head, the military, the eyes, diamonds, sharp cutting tools, welders, fires. It rules the countries of Israel, Germany, and Syria, and so much more. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but earlier this year, I just got this big image about cover your eyes. So I don't know if this is something related to this eclipse. One story is about this Marburg disease. Aries also rules inflammatory diseases, if I didn't say that. That originates in Africa, but 
there have been some cases about it elsewhere. So hopefully that's not part of the eclipse story because one of the symptoms and the problems of this disease is people like bleed from their eyes, which is so, so scary. Hopefully it was just related to like that train crash, which set off all this toxins in the air in East Palestine and people there have been having a lot of horrible physical symptoms, including their eyes burning. One of the big things about this eclipse is that Jupiter, the planet of abundance, Jupiter is the cosmic Santa. It magnifies things. It makes everything bigger. It rules things like law, morality, ethics, philosophy, systems of belief. It can also on the shadow side, be about reckless behavior and overindulgence and things like that. Moralizing know-it-all is a shadow of Jupiter. It is what's called combust at this eclipse. So what that means is it's within 8.3 degrees of the sun. So the sun's rays are so wide, planets become invisible when they're really close to the sun. Most people have heard about Kazemi when it's almost exactly at the same degree, which is considered to be in the heart of the king and to have some positive influence. But combustion is a sign of weakness. So I feel like at this eclipse, there could be like a big breakdown. And we're already seeing it all over the world of like order in terms of a lot of lawless behavior may be going on somewhere in the world or just, you know, a lot of violence and fighting because people will be advocating for themselves and their own personal philosophies. There's a fixed star called Menkar at 14 Taurus and Mercury is conjunct this fixed star at the eclipse and it's the neck of the whale star. And it has to do with tests of endurance or moments of collective insight, chaos, and mayhem is what Bernadette Brady says about this fixed star. On the positive note, the voice of the collective can be heard. Now, Saturn, the planet of structure and authority, is conjunct Fomalhaut, which is one of the royal fixed stars of Persia. And this can be about the personal philosophies of a leader becoming public policy. In Texas, as I'm taping this, this just happened today, I taped this ahead of time, a Texas judge ruled to suspend the FDA approval of Mifepristone. It's a drug that can be used for abortions. It was approved in 2000 and considered safe and efficacious, but because of the ideals of the anti-abortion advocates and this judge, his ruling could make it banned for people around the country. Now, hopefully this has been resolved and the Biden administration appealed the ruling and it's been knocked down, but that feels like very in line with this eclipse. And events for eclipses can come in six weeks before or six weeks after. These are big turning points where you walk through a door and you look behind you and it's a wall. The channel is changed. The moon goes between the earth and the sun. They're all lined up and it's like 
the sun's light is cut off. It's eclipsed. And when it comes back on, it's at a different radio station and you can't go back to what you were listening to before. So come to the event if you want to learn which more about this eclipse and how we're seeing it show up in the collective and what it could mean in your own life based on what house in your natal chart is being excited. It's a, you know, the excitation that's going on in your natal chart and what is likely to show up for you. You can come to the event today or by the recording. And the eclipse is on Wednesday or Thursday, depending on where you live. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that the sun will enter the sign of Taurus on Wednesday or Thursday, depending where you live. And Taurus season will begin, will be in the full throes of spring. Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So there's like this big shift in energy. We have the eclipse at the last degree of Aries and then boom, the sun moves in to Taurus, hopefully calming down any violence or explosive energy. The sun at zero degrees of Taurus will be conjunct the fixed star Murak, which can be about having a desire for peace. Also self-indulgence. In Taurus season, and slow and steady is the, the way to go forward. This is a time to enjoy simple pleasures. Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, and it's an earth sign. So like putting your feet in the grass, cooking, like getting a massage, doing things that feel good and delight the senses, you know, all five senses is a great thing to do during Taurus season. Go out and buy yourself some flowers. How can you bring beauty into your life during Taurus season is what you should be thinking about for this time. Now, it's likely to start with a bang because the first aspect the sun makes after it moves into the sign of Taurus is a square with Pluto, which can unearth things or could be like some big, potentially the eclipse story will include some like volcano erupting or big earthquake or something like that could be coming up with this eclipse. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury will go retrograde in the sign of Taurus at 15 degrees of Taurus on a world point on April 21st, which is Friday. So world points bring big visibility. I think part of this eclipse story could be about, well, it already, we know there's been a lot of financial upheaval because of some recent bank failures. There could be something uncovered about this topic as Mercury goes retrograde on a world point. And it will go from our perspective on Earth back to five degrees of Taurus on May 14th and then move back through the zodiac again and past 15 and keep moving on. Now, Mercury rules communication, transportation, and commerce and our thought processes. As it is in this practical sign of Taurus, consider what resources you need to achieve your goals. And this fixed energy can help you stay on track and take purposeful steps forward. But, you know, you may have to redo things. Retrogrades 
can bring scheduling delays, communication mix-ups, travel mishaps, reversals and recurrences to previous situations may come up. Yeah, it's not the best time to buy electronics or sign contracts unless you do some really big due diligence, read all the clauses carefully, or there can be disappointment. Uh, You could buy a lemon. These are some of the things that come up with Mercury retrogrades. Now you can also, you can also just take some time to slow down. It's like a cosmic break. So retrogrades offer that opportunity. You also may uncover previous mistakes you've made And that can be a great thing to have happen with this. But there is also the risk, like I got a little nervous uh, because especially if you have planets between 5 and 15 of Taurus or the other fixed signs of Leo, Aquarius, or Scorpio, you may have a very personal story. You can look to see what is the planet and what houses does it rule. So I have my son conjunct Saturn at 12 Taurus and my son rules my second house of finances and Saturn rules my seventh house of the partner and my eighth house of taxes. And I was like, oh Lord, I hope I don't get audited. That could be my Mercury retrograde story. Please know I shouldn't have even said it and put it out there in the universe. But that's how you can put together what may be part of your story for this Mercury retrograde. On Sunday, the word of the day is lull. We start the week with the moon in Pisces in the balsamic phase of the moon cycle, which is a releasing phase. It's a good time to slow down, take a break. You may be feeling really tired, especially since the eclipse is coming. And yeah, now Jupiter and Chiron are parallel. And parallels are like a secret conjunction on the day that they were conjunct the day before the conjunction of Jupiter and Chiron in the sign of Aries. Jupiter rules wealth and Chiron, the wounded healer. Chiron can be about wounding or healing. And that was directly related to the collapse of Silicon Valley and signature banks, which have like started this little domino effect that hopefully has been taken care of. But Eh, I'm a little nervous about that with this eclipse, but take some time for some deep healing on the personal level. And this can be a time where you can find solutions in your dreams. Mercury is conjunct that fixed star, Menkar, that I mentioned earlier, and that can be something that, you know, comes up with this. So relax, listen to beautiful music. These are great things to do. On Monday, the word of the day is free fall. Now, I hope this is not about the stock market that Jupiter Chiron parallel has me a little nervous because the moon in Pisces will meet Neptune on Monday and Neptune can dissolve things. Hopefully it's not dissolving wealth. And there's always endings. The Pisces moon always calls in some kind of ending. And especially since it's right before an eclipse, some people may be passing away. People do often exit on eclipses. So if someone's very ill, this could be their time to go. The moon will enter the fire sign of Aries at 6.09 p.m. Pacific time. I highly recommend doing something where you move your body, whether it's just like going for a walk when the moon is in Aries 
or, you know, run or lift weights or something to move your chi, that's a great way to metabolize this fire energy. Now we're in the balsamic phase, so you probably don't want to push yourself too hard, but notice your dreams on this on Monday night. Yeah, to see what comes up for you. On Tuesday, the word of the day is loose. So I want you to like dance like no one's watching. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony is in the sign of Gemini. And it's semi-square Uranus and quintile Neptune. So the semi-square is a little bit of a hard aspect. This could be like some people may have a meet cute or someone just runs up hopefully someone, you know, you're dating or in a relationship with who just gives you a kiss, or it could be like a baby runs up and kisses you or your dog. Yeah. Like just showing the love unexpectedly and quintiles are grace notes where you can synthesize different energies in unique ways. So Venus quintile Neptune, someone could write like an amazing song on this day or like their masterwork or come up with the most beautiful painting because Venus is in Gemini, an air sign, and Neptune is in Pisces, a water sign. So this could be amazing creativity. So let yourself get a little loose. And yeah, if you're struggling with thinking about something and that airy spark, this could be a really, really creative day. On Wednesday, the word of the day is change. This is eclipse day. So this could be a tough day for some people. The sun is contra-parallel Saturn and the moon semi-square Saturn. The sun spotlights things and the moon rules the people. So this could be a day where people are fighting against authority or someone gets into it with their boss, tells them to take this job and, you know, storms out of their office. You know, I don't know which day the like some of the biggest events are going to be happening, but just hold on to your hat. The solar eclipse will be at 29 degrees of Aries at 9, 12 p.m. Pacific time. And Aries is ruled by the planet Mars. So it's the middle of the week. So the big stuff may happen on the weekend before or after, but This is going to be a week of change, and for some people, maybe it will be on this day. Mars, the planet of action, rules Aries. It's in the sign of Cancer right now, and Cancer is the sign of its fall. So emotions can really come up for some people, and people may be acting out of emotion with Mars reporting into the moon in Aries. So yeah, it could be a little bit intense on this day. Then the moon enters the sign of Taurus at 9.29 p.m. Pacific time. Notice if you feel the shift in energy. So, or if you like you had a baby, if a baby is like screeching and crying and then calms down when the moon enters Taurus, that would be a really interesting thing to notice. So keep that in mind. So on this day, especially if you've had a fight, with your lover, this could be great makeup energy when the moon enters Taurus. So think about that. On Thursday, the word of the day is volcanic. The sun enters Taurus at 1.13 a.m. Pacific time, starting Taurus season. 
but the first aspect is the sun squares Pluto. They're both at zero degrees, which is a critical degree. It's not a world point, but it's a critical degree. So there could be something big that happens. Taurus rules resources, earth. So like literally there could be a volcano eruption or some other kind of natural event that's a catastrophe. It could also be about the death of a leader or a celebrity, sun-type figures. It could be news about gold or finances or corruptions or shady dealings could come to light on this day or something about, yeah, organized crime is ruled by Pluto. Pluto rules death and transformation. So see if you notice some signatures of the sun or Pluto on this day. But buy yourself some flowers, have a great meal, get a massage. These are some great things to do. Or like turn your mind to your finances. Take care of some budgeting or something like that on this day. On Friday, the word of the day is reversal. Mercury will go retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus at 1.34 a.m. Pacific time. Soon after, the moon conjuncts Uranus. Remember, 15 Taurus is a world point. So yeah, this week could be just completely bananas with all the news is going to be coming fast and furious. That'll be of the nature of the solar eclipse in Aries, which is Jupiter combust as well as Mercury retrograde and the sun square Pluto. I mean, there's just so much happening this week. It's going to be a lot. So hold on to your hat. I want you to be careful with this Mercury retrograde about like impulsively clicking anything in your email or something like that. I can think about like financial you know, all these financial scams where people get tricked into clicking things and then now someone's in your bank account. So keep that in mind, but plans may change with the reversals that come with Mercury retrograde. On Saturday, the word of the day is gregarious. The moon enters Gemini at 3.10 a.m. Pacific time. Gemini is an air sign. This is a great day, the next couple of days, to get together for a conversation with some friends or siblings. These are Gemini figures. Or just like go to a comedy show. Lighten. Let's see if you can lighten the mood. It's been a big week. Yeah, now in relationships, you know, play fair with any kind of fights. The moon will square Saturn. So this can bring some tough emotions. Saturn can bring some hardship. And Venus and Gemini will be parallel Mars and Cancer. And parallels are secret conjunctions and they're both out of bounds. So there can be a lot of wild energy. This can be like you have like a great time with your partner. You just go out and have a fun, fabulous, sexy time. It can also be about a fight. So, and it's eclipse seasons. Eclipses bring sudden ends and great beginnings and endings. So, you know, if you value your relationships, this is not a time to get into a big fight because it could be epic this week, unless it's something that you really need to stand your ground for. And despite the chaos going on around us, let's try to, if we can, keep calm in our own lives and stay grounded and use our tools. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com 
or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you or send me astrology and action stories. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.